0: Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Well, good morning. How is everybody doing today? Me too. Praise the Lord. Welcome to everybody who's joining us online this morning. We're glad you're with us. Well, praise the Lord. You know, um... The more that I look into this and I'm studying on prayer and just looking into the word of God, um, I have found a really um, uh, important theme throughout the whole word. And even just in our effectiveness as believers and living for the Lord and that is walking in love. It is everywhere. It is everywhere. Does anybody read their Bible in here? have you noticed it is everywhere it is everywhere and uh so so i you know i i'm like lord are you, we talk about love all the time are the people getting tired of it <laughs> and uh he doesn't he just says what does that matter you know what does that matter yeah when we start doing something You know but this is honestly walking in love is going to be a part of our life and you're going to have i don't want to like bum you out here but you're going to have the opportunity every single day multiple times a day to walk in love (laughs) that is the number one thing right and uh anyway so it's an important subject um but we're talking in regards to prayer And, um, and just love and the effectiveness, um, or, or the love, the foundation of love and how that causes things as a believer to be effective. If you think about it, okay. What was the very thing that brought to us our salvation and our freedom? It was a motivation of God of love. That motivation in his heart was the very thing that started the most amazing miracle that we will ever experience and all of us can experience that and that is salvation. That should say something right there. That was God's motivation. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For God so loved the world. So um, how many in here, um, took the challenge this week. You don't have to raise your hand if you don't want to, but just to think about the words that the Lord has spoken to us in this church and actually take, um, I guess, uh, inventory, I guess, of your life and those words and the things that God has spoken to us and actually taken those things to God and said, Lord, show me. Show me cause God has spoken and you've seen this from last week that he's spoken some pretty amazing things to this church body for us to carry out things that he has planned. And, and I look at any time I hear like a prophetic word from the Lord and it just rests in me to me, there's the potential to walk in that. But just because it's said doesn't mean that it's automatic. You have to walk these things out. So there's the potential. So if you think about these awesome things that God has spoken to us, or maybe you even have some personal things in your own life that God has spoken to you, just know that there's, they don't just happen because they were spoken out. They have to be walked out. They have to be um, walked out by grace through faith. Everything we receive from God is that way. It is that way. So if you didn't take the challenge last week, go back and listen again listen to the words that the Lord had spoken through um, prophetic voices in this church and take an account. Lord, have I been attentive to this word that you spoke to me? Have I been attentive to it? Have I walked out what you've spoken to me? Because those words were addressed to who? The body they were addressed to the body. So I just challenge you on that again, if you didn't, but um, last week we ended off at Jude 1, 20 and 21, and it says, um, but you beloved, and I did not give you my scriptures again. Man, fail, Josh, I'll bring you a donut on Tuesday. <laughs> Maintain your life with God is the header of this, okay? It says, but you beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, Keep yourselves in the love of God. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal salvation. So, keep yourselves in the love of God means this watchful care, cling to. Keep yourselves in the shelter of God's love. Keep yourself in the sphere of God's love and place where his blessings are unhindered and can flow freely in your life. So when I think about the scripture that is kind of the main text of this whole thing, and that's James 5.16, that um, um, about the righteous, that they're effective and powerful, the, the prayers of a righteous man or woman. How many, because of Jesus Christ, can say in here, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? That is something that God provided for us, and I know this is review, that we could not earn on our own. It was impossible. Do you know why we couldn't earn it on our own? Because we would mess it up. We needed a perfect Savior, to put us back into perfect relationship with the Father. Praise the Lord. So don't ever think that in your relationship with God, you are earning that position. You are not, you received that position by grace through faith. Now, and we talked about this last week, because we're the righteousness of God, we have this awesome opportunity to walk in righteousness of life and bear the fruit of righteousness in our life. And we have this awesome opportunity because we are called new in him. Live that new lifestyle in him. And he's not only saying, all right, now the way that you received your righteousness, now I want you to live day by day by day by day by grace Through faith. Everything we do, everything we receive, everything we walk in in this word is by grace through faith. And we know that faith works by love. Faith works by love. So, man, as I'm just... I can't tell you how many times because, you know, prayer is has been turned into such a religious formality, something that you do. The religious people knew that well, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit, but it's become, this is just what I do, and my prayer, this is what it entails. When I need something, I go to God, and sometimes I get it, and sometimes I don't. But prayer is not that. Prayer is communion and fellowship with the Lord. You can actually, the scripture says, I think it was Paul who said, praying always in all kinds of prayer. Um, How do you do that? You gonna spend every day, all day long in your prayer closet? Probably not. We're good if we can get a few minutes in there sometimes. Because it's good to go and shut the door and be alone with God and seek him. But oftentimes my fellowship with the Lord during the day is, thank you, Father. Hey, Lord, I love you. Man, Lord, I just, your word says this and I know that when we do your word, it pleases you. Man, Lord, what do you want me to do? How can I do your word in this situation? I'm not saying I'm perfect at that, but that, You should grow to a place, and I'm continuing to grow in that place where that is our relationship with God. That we don't treat it as, well, I'm righteous, whatever goes, goes, but we are living in a place of holding up what God calls us. We're living the nature that he's placed into us. And it's, I mean, it's just incredible. Anybody who's been serving the Lord for a while and you can see yourself developing growing and growing and, and in the Lord, it's exciting. It is exciting whether it feels like it in the moment or not to do the Word of God because it's a sure foundation. And so, um, so why do we think it's important? Um, well, let me read this part. Keep yourselves in the love of God. So I'm going to do for you what is impossible. And we talked about that, Jesus is, but then we live out our righteousness by the choices. We live and abide in righteousness by grace through faith. So faith has an action. So in 1 John 2, 3, and I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this because Sean has spent plenty of time on this. <laughs> 1 John chapter 2. So if you want to get more detail, go back and listen to it. All right. All of it. It's good. It's all good. He's my favorite preacher. Yeah. Okay. Focus. All right. First John chapter two, verse three, and I'm going to go down. um, And this is in the new King James. Um, Oh, Josh, you already got it. But it says, now by this, we know that we know him. If we keep his commandments. He who says, I know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. Man, that's, that's a strong statement. And we know what his commandment is now, right? Yeah. Love God, love others. That's his commandment. You take care of those two things, you'll take care of everything else. You won't wanna murder your neighbor. <laughs> yeah, it's the truth. Right? But whoever keeps my word or keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this, we know that we are in him. So by keeping his word, we know, we truly know that the love of God is perfect, perfected, or you could say complete in us. And by this we know that we are in Him. He who says he abides, verse six, in Him ought himself also to walk just as He walked. Do you know that the Spirit was that was placed in this on the inside of us makes that possible? If you're trying to walk out life in your own strength and your own. Willpower, you're not gonna make it. You're not going to be able to live as he lived or walk as he l- walked. It will be impossible. The easiest way that I have discovered to do this in my own life is to take one day at a time. Sweet Jesus. Hello. And a person who is, a, is in a constant attitude of prayer is aware of their state in any given moment. You're aware of your attitude. You take God with you all over, you're going to know when you got stinky in your attitude. You're going to know it. Well, at least I do. So we ought to walk just as he walked. And I'm going to skip down to verse 9. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in the darkness until now. now I looked up that word hate and it actually is the same word that says, um, the one that talks about being a disciple. If you, if you, if you don't hate your mother or father, it means love less. So what I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying to me is if I love less than the spirit that's been placed in me toward my brother and sister, which means that in that scripture, he is telling me right there, I have put inside of you everything that you need to not love less than the potential that's in you, your brother and sister. That I can actually love them like Jesus loves them. Do you understand that? That we can actually walk in the God kind of love. See, we have, man, when you sit down and you study this word and you look at the words and what they meant in their original form, we have really downplayed a lot of words in our English language. We throw around love like, and there is a phileo love, but we throw around words that God meant as serious and he meant I mean, they were powerful words and we've downplayed them. He who says he's in the light and hates his brother loves less is in the darkness until now, he who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. So I want you to think about that in regards to prayer. Because we're going to look at that scripture in light of prayer. And when you go to prayer about particular situations in your life, when you go to those situations in prayer and you've got angst or bitterness in your heart toward the situation that you're praying for, you're not gonna see things that you're supposed to see. You're actually going to be praying things in the dark without any revelation light. This is why I believe that most of the time when I go to pray about, maybe it's just me, but pray about a situation that has to do with relationships, The Lord usually turns and he deals with the things in me. You know how I know this? Because God is perfect love. And God does not sit down with you in your prayer and gossip about the other person. He's not a gossip. And sometimes we think that we're really reaching God in prayer because, Oh my goodness, we felt it all over our body and we cried and we, we just, you know, and we just, and your emotions can make you think you got somewhere and you actually didn't get anywhere. And sometimes we do that in prayer because we have angst in our heart, we're not operating in the love of God toward a situation. And we go to God and we go outside of the sphere of his love and the motivation of his love. And then we just start praying from our soul and we get frustrated. How many want effective prayer in here? I want to be effective in my prayer when I would sit down I don't care who you are in here if you're married you've gone through some rough patches don't tell me you haven't if you haven't I want to know how did you just not see each other ever one live in the basement one live upstairs I don't know But obviously, takes two to tango, all right? So there were things, there were ways that I mistreated Sean, but there were ways that he mistreated me. <laughs> Who just did that? Oh. He'll admit it. And I can tell you what they are. No, I'm just saying it's real. We're flesh, we have to put the flesh under, right? But every time I would go to prayer in that, actually for a few, this was probably about 10, 15 years ago, I would go to prayer and I would cry about the situation and I would talk to God about all of his issues. I am not slamming my husband right here. I'm just, this is just a, an example. He's fine, are you fine? Okay. We're real here. We are real. I know you thought we had a perfect marriage, but. So about 10, 15 years ago, I would go to the Lord in prayer about our marriage and I would always bring up his side that he needed to change. Don't tell me you haven't done that. You're lying if you say you have never done that. And I'd bring up these things and I felt so frustrated in prayer because it felt like I was running on a treadmill, which is the dumbest thing ever. If you're gonna run, at least get somewhere. You know, you feel like you're just spinning your wheels, like you're not getting anywhere. Until the Lord showed me and revealed to me, you are not praying about this situation from the correct motive. There's a reason why God says, pray blessing over your enemy. Not that he was my enemy, but pray over those difficult situations and difficult situations. relationships, pray blessing over them. You can pray the Ephesians prayers over them, but when it comes to praying something that they need to change and you try to change their, make them choose in prayer, God doesn't even do that. He will be very convincing. But what happened was, is he started dealing with me about things that I could actually change. Now that's not frustrating, a little bit painful, but not frustrating. Because when I started dealing with the things that I could change and praying about the situation in that way, we started to see results. It wasn't that I'm telling you, when you pray about a situation and you pray for something and you pray from a motivation of love, It actually will release grace to that other person. It's incredible. So don't pray from a place of bitterness, impatience, jealousy, all the things that love is not about situations, get your heart right before God. You know, um, prayer is actually um, very transparent if you do it right. What I mean by that is, is that when you're praying to the Lord, you should go before him and lay everything on the table. That's called humility. And you go before him knowing that he is God and he has an answer for you. If you'll listen, even though it may be painful to hear prayer that way and prayer about situations that way from a motivation of love are effective. We know this from first Corinthians 13. It says, if you have the faith, if you can pray in tongues and and you've got faith to move mountains and you give to the poor and all of these good things, but you have not love, you actually profit nothing, no thing. Love is a big deal for a believer to walk in. And we think, oh yeah, I love them. But love actually has action to it. How do we know this? Because God's love moved him to an action for us. It's going to have action to it. The Lord would start dealing with me about making meals he liked, even though I didn't make them very well. (laughs) The Lord would deal with me about things, ways that I could be a blessing to him when I didn't feel like it in my flesh. And I'm not, guys, this has happened in other relationships too. Don't just think in your own home. What foundation of love are we operating in in the body of Christ? Because that is a huge deal to the Lord. We want, as we talked about, we want the rain from heaven. But then we go home and gossip about our brother or sister. You don't really want the rain. If you really wanted something bad enough, man, you would get on this word and you would be those men I know him and I keep his commandments. I know him. This is how I know that I know God. Is when my flesh tries to to act out or do something, the, the word of the Lord comes up in me and the grace, his ability to walk that word out is there and I obey no matter how difficult it is on my flesh. That's action. That is action. So are our prayers motivated by love? I don't want to be, and we've said this before, I don't want to be a first Corinthian, I don't want to be a Corinthian church. We're given, no, not in that way. We're given the word of God to see how a church can actually get out of walking in love and think that they're accomplishing things for the kingdom, but then actually come to find out they're not accomplishing anything. We want the rain, we want the rain, we want to walk out everything God said is ours if we want it. All the words, you can go back and listen to that, wasn't even all of them. We want to walk in love, it's important. So the Lord, we know this does not sit down with us and focus on the missed mark of another person's life that we cannot change. If you find yourself being critical about people a lot, have the Lord help you change that. You don't wanna do that. You don't wanna sow that. If you're constantly picking apart people's mistakes, I'm so glad God doesn't sit down with you and pick apart my mistakes to you. I'm so glad that he can come to me and because we're in fellowship, he can say, listen, Heidi, you need to adjust this in your life. And I can say, Oh Lord, you're right. I submit to that word. You'll frustrate yourself if you try to change people's choice in your prayers and just talk to God about all their problems. He will not answer that. Now think about this though, because I don't want you to leave this side of it out. If we are people that are motivated by love, then he can actually use us to pray for a person in a situation and he will enlighten you about some things that you can pray them out, but he will only do that when he knows that your heart motivated motivation is correct towards them. I want to be that mature believer that the Lord can show me something to help a believer pray, help them get out, partner with them in prayer and be mature about it and be Christ-like about it. But even at that, God does not air out everybody's dirty laundry to everybody else. You know what? Your own fruit will do that. He doesn't need to. Fruit does that. Harvest does that. So if our attitude is wrong, we're praying wrong. I said before, true prayer is transparent. It's open and honest without secrets is what that means. How do we know what our motive is if we can't humble ourselves before him? He knows the heart of man. He knows your heart. This is why Brother Hagen, um I think he said that whenever he felt any kind of uh, in him about anybody or any situation, he would get after it tooth and toenail, which is a Southern thing. Apparently that's hard to get your toe up to your, like it was stiff. He would, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Figure that one out on your own. he would get after it right away. Why? Because he knew that that would, um, that would affect his effectiveness, if you can say it that way. He would actually, you position yourself of being ineffective. Oh, we may seem like we're being effective, but effectiveness is motivated by love. It starts there. So it's a big deal. All right, Uh, Matthew 6, 5. Praise the Lord. You guys doing good? I wanna, man, the Lord is showing me on things on prayer Just so, he's just so good. Matthew 6, 5. And I'm just gonna read five. We're not gonna go too deep into this, but it says, and when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men. Surely I say to you, they have their reward. A hypocrite in the Greek is false hearted or two faced. What Jesus was against was playing the role of a person of prayer without really seeking God, actually seeking men. The hypocrites, the people that prayed, now this scripture here says, it says in verse five, and when you pray, don't be like them, which means it's possible to be like them They were praying and had the truth right in front of their eyes and didn't even see it. That is why, when you pray, and we're going to get into this in the future here, but why, when you pray, know the word of God, know the truth, allow the truth to be just. Um, allow the, the Lord to show you through the truth of his word, the direction, the instruction, the correction, allow God to do that. Allow him don't go and just rattle off a bunch of words thinking that you're making progress and all you're doing is speaking and never listening. That makes sense. If all you're doing when you go to prayer is saying a bunch of words and never listening, you're going to miss. The Lord's going to be like, 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 and then you're going to leave and you'll be like, oh, that was fun. He's going to be like, okay, well, see you later. It's communion and fellowship with God and a humble heart goes to the Lord in prayer knowing that he's got the way, that his ways are higher, his thoughts are higher, that when I stay and acknowledge and keep close to him and I get his instruction and then I step out on that, I cannot fail, that I'll be on the straight path, that I'll be right where I need to be They pray, but don't really want to hear a response. This is a hypocrite, the religious people. The heart attitude behind par- prayer interests God much more than the actual words that you say. i to say that again. The heart attitude behind prayer interests God much more than the actual words that you say. He said, don't pray like these. They are hypocrites. They were praying to appear spiritual but ignoring the truth right before their eyes. If we're going to God and not allowing him to direct, instruct, and correct, we will be very ineffective in prayer. Jesus lived by this instruction. You know, and we've talked about this, but he was, we'll just remind us here that he was in constant communion with the father. We know this because he said, I only say what the father says. I only do what he says, which means that he lived in a constant communion of the father, prayer, communion, relationship. And he would get answers in difficult situations on what to do but then he had those times where he'd just go off by himself and be with God. He lived that way. It wasn't just a ritual. It was how he lived. It was how he lived. God will Yes, give you direction to pray. And we talked about this for certain situations, but he'll not deal with you about a situation by giving you the idea that you could change that other person. He will often instruct us with the foundation of love or the motive of love, which is be patient, be kind. Don't take account of a wrong suffered. Pray blessing over them. Pray for their good. That is how he will instruct you a lot of times to pray about situations. Pray from a heart motivation of love. Pray from a heart motivation of love. Think about the faith that is in prayer that's motivated by love. What would a church look like that took walking in love seriously? What would it look like? Man. You can get so, so in love with God and so intent and passionate about pleasing him and honoring him, that actually walking in love is not that difficult. It's just not that difficult because you have God's love in you, the best. It's his character, it's his nature, it's who he is. He is faithful. So just as a reminder, James 5 16 shows us that in conformity to him as a lifestyle and cooperation with him, we release the power of the resurrection into our situation by bringing our soul, our mind, will, and emotion into vital union with God in Christ. And inevitably, or you could say vital union with love. Because God is love. So you bring, bringing your soul, your mind, your will and emotions into vital union with love and inevitably producing righteousness of life that conforms to the will of God and therefore produces tremendous power prayers that are dynamic in their working and full of heaven fruit of righteousness. Oh man, yeah. We wanna be effective in prayer, right? Guys, this is, when God deals with us about the tough things, about our attitude, you realize, and our motivation, he just wants to get the best to us and through us. That's his motivation. He's like, man, I I have given you every spiritual blessing. The benefits in me are amazing, amazing. So when he instructs and he corrects and he directs and all of those things that having that humble heart before the Lord, man, watch out, watch out. Those are the kind of prayers like John Knox and I actually have, I'm going to read um, on him, but it actually, I read a portion in uh, God's Generals about John Knox that says his love for the church and the people was huge. And he had those kind of prayers that people feared. Pan. You think about that much power, power, like that power, effective, powerful prayers released because we decide to be patient with somebody. One day we overcomplicate this guys. We choose to be in darkness because it's more fun to talk about the person and their problems. Come on, that's what the word says. You choose to stay in darkness because you won't draw from the well the, the spirit of love on the inside of you and release that into that situation. You actually, what the word says here, in other words, you're choosing to remain in darkness. Man, show me, Lord. Show me. So when we go to prayer and we pray in about situation, get your heart right. Let's get our hearts right and watch God's power just flow. Man, that's good. So we're gonna actually pray today. Want to come? Oh my goodness. <clears throat> We're going to pray for, we'll go five minutes. We got this. Okay. (laughs) Hurry, Josh, turn the music on. Let's just pray. Let's just, actually, let's do this. Pray. Pray for the service. Let's just honor the Lord in this place. Father, Father, we just praise you. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Lord, we thank you.
1: Thank you we, thank thank you, you for your we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, Father,
0: that you love us so much.
1: Yes, hallelujah. We
0: thank you, Father, that you've poured out thank that love into yes. us, Lord, that we can release into situations, relationships so in this place. So Father, that, Lord, we are a church that's rooted and grounded in love. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Help thank us to you. see hallelujah. the importance of yes. love. Yes. Help us to see the importance of yielding to the spirit of love on the inside of us.
1: Thank you, Father. Mondays, the Obre Cilian sobre teshidiatarabas, Rocho toso coma roche. Thank
0: you, Father, Felamanse telebre she siti, O Rababre de sarabo sobre teshidiatarabas sati,
1: Alabambrose celebra subre teshi
0: sitiandarabas sati.
1: Oh, thank you, Father. Lord, we want,
0: we ask for the rain.
1: Yes, Lord, thank you. For we
0: ask for the rain. We come in line with your spirit. word. We submit yes. to your word. We submit, yes. we humble ourselves before you, Lord. Yes. We thank you, Father, that when we ask, Lord, you hear us.
1: Thank you, Father.
0: We thank you, Lord, that you don't have your ear closed thank to us, but Father, it's open to us, Father. Yes because we're doers, Lord, of the word, and we love you, and we honor you, and we want to see your kingdom come in this place. We want to see, Lord, everything that you've said, Father, come to manifestation in this place, in this hour, in these families, in this church, in this city. Yes. You,
1: I, uh, I'm just going to hey, exhort Lord. you with this
0: real quick.
1: Thank you. Um, Thank you. You know, when you have, uh,
0: Thank you, Lord. Praise when you're young Jesus.
1: yourself, uh, when you were younger in age, when you were a child, or you'll, you'll notice this when you have, uh, your, with your own kids, um, have your, have your kids ever complained about, Oh, we're eating that again. You know, you're young spiritually. If you hear a message over and over and you go, Oh, we're doing that. We're going to hear that again. Se- second reason why? Second reason you you know you got some area to grow in. When you hear the same message over and over and you're offended at the preacher. Well, they're just they're just picking on me. You selfish. Who do you think you are? Now, I know that's tough, but we're in vessels. Yeah. Right, Vessels of honor Remember we, we talked about this It's a waste of money To purchase a gym membership And be offended at the weights And the trainer it's a waste of money You're wasting your time you're, you're a poor steward Of what God has given you I'm sorry to the gym memberships that are going to be canceled after this. <laughs> <clears throat> but listen, the world—the world's thinking is too much in the church. Yeah. Right. Are you seeking justice for yourself, or are you looking to lay down your life for a kingdom that is not of this world? Yeah. If we're going to be strong, if we're going to walk in strength, we have to grow and develop spiritually, and if the, if the bulk and the consistency of my life outside of this place is immaturity, and then I come here, and I put on, just like the hypocrite did, I put on spirituality. I'm an actor. Do you know what a hypocrite is? It's an actor. An actor puts on a persona that is not theirs, and they seek, even in our culture, the actors get glory for something they have nothing to do with. How many have ever seen a good, uh, an actor portray a person who did some real good in the earth? And people will think, oh, it was that actress that, that, and they'll honor that actress as if they did the deed. And they're they're actually worshiping the hypocrite. Now, I'm not saying acting's a sin. You understand what I'm saying? But that's what it is. And so we don't want to be that way. We want to keep our hearts where they're supposed to be. So don't, don't, uh, if that mentality tries to rise up in you, this isn't fair. I'm tired of this. You got to, you got to go back and go, Okay. No, Lord, if, it, if I need vegetables seven days a week, I need vegetables seven days a week. And you learn to enjoy that because is the Lord wanting to just wear us out? No. He sees what the enemy wants to do and he knows how to circumvent. God is very an ounce of cure you know what I mean? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. How many know an ounce of prevention is better than needing a pound of cure? I mean, we're thankful for the mercy. I'll say the pound of cure is the mercy, but I'd rather function in the grace in ounces than have to get into an emergency for a pound of cure, right? So don't get weary in well-doing. And I know you're not, but I just, I gotta, I gotta get this out here because the devil is so good at deception. I'm not trying to compliment him, I hate him. That's a compliment to him. (laughs) But but I'm telling you, he's good at it. And there are uh, some of the, I know we'll go one minute over and it's already two, three. Go back and listen to Doug last night, later. I mean, you'll wanna listen to him over and over. He prophesied multiple times. He just didn't do it the way Leanne does. You've got to listen. Teachers will teach prophetically. He didn't even start out with his message. He started out with something else. He made a statement that I've made over and over by the Spirit of God. He said those people he shared about that minister that wouldn't come to be a part of their group because they didn't really have anything for him. And, And he said to that minister, but you've got something for us. See, it's the thing of childishness. If I'm just showing up because I know Mike's got my answer, I'm still in baby stage. But if I'm showing up because I know Mike something has something, but I also know that I have something, now I'm an adult. Right? Right? Okay, so let's just keep that in mind because we're, you know, I don't quit plowing the field. I don't. I'm not bored with the Word. I've got a lot of areas I want to get up even higher yeah. in. And the gifts of the Spirit and the move of the Spirit will be as effective and more effective as we are spiritually developed, yeah. Amen. as we are mature. As a group collective, of course the ministry, the ministers, of course. We must be high in our standards and in our living and living from those high places of grace. And the high places of grace are love. They are love. Amen? All right.
0: Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.